hello and welcome to episode 183 of the 1099 for the week of January 14th, 2019. I am your host, possibly for the final time, uh, Josiah Renauden. And with me today is a video producer for Peanut Butter Gamer, producer for the popular video series Hardcore, and a video wizard who I've known for almost a decade. <laughs> Technically, I've been his boss, which we just decided on. Todd McFern, Todd, how you doing today? Hey, how's it going? I'm great. I just had um some delicious jack in the box so wow. that's you know hard hard to go to go to go better from there but we'll see we'll see how what it did goes you get away. there um i got a number 12 which is a chicken sandwich uh and i got some curly fries because uh i like them more but also on the board it said it subtracts 30 calories and i was like oh <laughs> It's who's taking care of himself today. <laughs> First off, you should never worry about subtracting calories if you're at Jack in the Box. Like you know what you're getting into. <laughs> you commit to what's going on. Second, I was really hoping that you got number twelve and then leave it at that, assuming I knew the full Jack in the Box menu. <laughs> As somebody who works for uh, people who often don't explain things for the sake of comedy, and I often edit in explanations of things. For the sake of comedy, I'm very used to being like, I should explain this. Yeah, I mean, good for you. See, that's why you're like, your videos that we used to do on that site, Six Skills, were like 15 minutes because you were a very thorough it's human. True. I, if, frankly, I mean, it, I, I remember like around that time, like after, after like, you know, that move, everybody moved on from there. Mm-hmm. I started like seeing like Polygon stuff as that came out. And I even like I was watching like, I think game trailers and stuff like that. I was like, oh. I'm not doing this the way everyone else does it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I liked your shit quite a bit. Oh, thank I, you. I think I think you, I think you do real good. Speaking of people who do real good, you like that transition? Um, that was great, dude. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Great With mentioning me of also, the transition. <laughs> I just nailed them right now on this last episode. With me today also is a good friend, the leader of the Game Ranks video team, internet celebrity, and first ever the 1099 guest, Jake Baldino. Jake. It it feels like home. It's it's great to be able to do this one last time. It does. I'm so I'm so glad I got to close it out after this. We all just go to bed forever. Uh so I I had uh I had seltzer for lunch. What that was good? Like a like a can of seltzer. That's all. Like I just like seltzer water. Like yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Are you hungry? Is I'm that dying. lunch? I'm dying. Yeah. Oh well, this is like. Okay. Is this I just wanted to add to the conversation. I wasn't sure if I could say anything before when you guys were talking, so I just kind of sat here. I think people know life. your voice well enough that I barely need to introduce you at this point that they okay. would just kind of know right away. But, you know, I, I do okay. appreciate the professionalism. And I'm also, polite, yeah. is this one of those situations where since you haven't eaten, you're actually going to podcast like way harder because you're all the way in and hungry? Probably. Like now I'm I'm working. I'm working for dinner. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <It's> good. <laughs> um, so this is not really the final episode of the 1099 ever. I, I, this is my last hosted show for... At least the next three months. And as I said in the last episode, I need to figure out what form I could return as a host to this podcast. Um, Joe Noop will be taking over next week with a guest that I don't even know yet. I, we're planning something, but nothing's confirmed. I don't want to. That's a good get. Out. It's a really good get when you get uh, Anonymous Smith on here to talk about the new games that are coming no, out. No, I'm talking about Joe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant his first guest being no one was great. I was going to say, no. you got Anonymous Smith? <laughs> my favorite human uh no joe and i were talking and i don't i won't review this too much from the last one we were talking for a long time about 
him joining in some capacity because he was already on like 10 times. He passed Jake, uh, unfortunately, for being like the MVP of the show. Uh, <laughs> and when this came up, it was like, I remember just texting him one day being like, crazy idea. Do you want to host my podcast? <laughs> He's like, yep. All right, let's talk. So I'm really excited for that. I'm excited to actually be able to listen to my own show without knowing mm-hmm. everything that's happening and hearing mm-hmm. my own voice over and over. Word. Um It'll be a fun new era. But before we do that, before we change over, uh, Todd and I had been talking for a long time about doing a top 10 list. And I think I sent you like seven ideas and we both were immediately Mm -hmm. in on the same one. And it's the one that we're (laughs) going to do today, which is the top 10 franchises that should change genre. Um, And it's the fun part about this is some of these are going to be extremely serious. And I 100% in my heart of hearts believe this should happen. And if someone doesn't make this game, I'll be upset. And then other ones are like, wouldn't it be funny if, and that's kind of where my brain went from there. And I think we're all kind of similar and there's definitely some humor on this. Uh, we're going to be going yeah. similar to the game of the year. <laughs> we're gonna be similar to the game of, game of the year show. We're going to be um, going person to person. They'll make their impassioned plea for whatever game they want to uh, create in their head. We'll probably get like nine and then we'll just make one up at the end and hit a solid even 10. If that sounds good with everyone. Todd, Jake, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I am ready. I'm nervous, uh, but yeah. uh, don't be nervous. You'll do great. I promise. Thanks, you, sh- you should be like the least nervous person. Your face is on the internet all the time for millions all of the people. That's why I'm more nervous mm-hmm. about everything all of the time. Oh, man. I you know, I, I've heard that phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I, I, you know what? I just humbly, I left my own YouTube channel before I got there. You know, I just didn't want the, I just didn't want all the fame and, you know. That's, yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> like the, 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 the prospect of fame was too much. So you're like, fuck that. Too much. Yeah, it was not a job that was provided safety. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's start with the first game. And I'm going to go pretty basic here, but it's one that I believe in and one that I think will be kind of a good illustration of what we're talking about here. Um, everyone who knows me and listens to this podcast know that I've invested way too much of my life into overwatch at this point i think i'm approaching mm. like 800 hours which i'm not Ooh. like i'm not happy to say that out loud but <laughs> i say that i'm like oh god really that's that's how i spend my free time i think i have 500 hours alone in roadhog damn um, yeah i was like a top 100 roadhog ps4 player for a while which is the worst that's thing you could ever like put on your linkedin profile <laughs> or resume um, but I, I i think maybe out of all of the franchises i was considering overwatch is the most I wish this was also a blank type of mm-hmm. game because I okay. love the characters and there's so mm-hmm. much backstory and people devour just the YouTube videos of learning about this person's past or where this person came from. And um, so I was like, should it be an RPG? Should it be a JRPG? Which I'm actually really into that idea. Mm. Uh, but an Overwatch fighting game is the most T-ball easy <laughs> way to do this shit. Where yeah. I mean, it's, it's so easy to think about. You already have this this vast list of diverse characters that are right there that already have all these skill sets and moves that people know you think of again, let's keep talking about Roadhog. Roadhog has a hook similar to Scorpion where you can just get over here. People all the time. He has his alt where he's blasting people into the air and ping them against walls. He has a health recovery mode and all of these are just so easy to imagine like what that would actually look like. And I'm not sure if it would be this, sort of 3D Street Fighter 5 style, like 2D, 3D blend, or is it more of like a Dragon Ball Fighters where it's this hand-drawn, crazy different style that would show Soul you Calibur. Look? It doesn't make oh. sense. Make you it think like Soul so? Calibur. You think Soul Calibur? Why not? I don't care. Okay, yeah, so you, do you have a little bit of movement yeah, 3D I, is what you're saying. 
Yeah, that that's what I was thinking. I was thinking like, is it going to be that like Tekken style where you can where you can dodge left and right? I think that makes the most sense because like if we're you know taking this super seriously, if we're talking about abstracting, I think one of the best parts of Overwatch into a different genre, mobility, I think is critical to yeah. Overwatch in in it for every character, even the characters who lack mobility. That's an aspect of their character that you have to play towards or against depending on if they're on your team or or whatever so i definitely think that that makes the most sense like being able to be like okay like play diva and like you know jump jet around somebody or something as like a special move like versus mccree who could who probably you know is they're not he's not going to be getting around anybody he's just like a little tiny role well should we take that a step further? Should this be like a sort of team-based like Dragon Ball Fighters or like a Marvel versus Ooh. Capcom style thing oh where suddenly gosh. you have Farah and Mercy, which is the far Mercy combo, and you can just <laughs> be like, okay, so in one moment, they're both on screen at the same time, flying together, healing and shooting rockets. Like, should you be able to tag? What? I don't even... For abilities, I think it could work really good. It could become like a game of uh, rock, paper, scissors almost between yeah. uh, different characters with different combinations that would counteract others. Totally. Like the combo would be super important where you'd yeah. want a healer with your big tank at all times and you want someone who deals a lot of DPS but could be charged by a mercy or charge, like anything like that. Like I think you could take this in a billion directions and in a game with an already established cast and an already established moveset and this massive fan base. Again, it seems too easy, which means it's probably extremely complicated. I'm not giving it enough credit. I, I honestly think I think one of the biggest questions i have about it is do we include is the is the okay is the whole roster playable at a as a as a a a main or like a primary role so like if you think about like uh if you think about in in dragon ball fighters or marvel or like Skullgirls, etc a lot of people like when if they do three player three character teams they have a like a lead and then they'll have like an anchor and usually the anchors is the their their most like effective as an assist or mm. as like mm. a super when you um DHC them in or delayed hyper combo, I think is what that stands for. Basically, you like, like you, any you just... number of letters and words there, and I would have believed you. <laughs> it's it's when one character does their super, and then during that you activate a, the next character's super to like tag them in and also do oh, additional yeah. damage. So like if you think about like if you're looking at the cast, it's like ah, I'm trying to even wonder like how does how is McCree gonna even fit in? Whereas like you look at Doomfist and it's like oh. Duh, easy. And even like Bastion mm. could like transform punch people like that'd be dope. I don't know. I think McCree's role, his sort of like, like he has the different firing modes. We're either fanning the gun or you're just shooting singular. There's like the stun, the stun, the roll. He has um, high noon. I, it would be, he would be annoying as hell to play against because if you're, let's say a Reinhardt, you're just sitting there holding your shield up as you're getting <laughs> bulleted over and over and over. Um, like you'd have to make it so his charge could charge through bullets and you could pin McCree against a wall. But <laughs> I think there's a, I, I would want to do it. I think the cool part about Overwatch is every character is as valid as the next, right? It doesn't yeah. feel like they, except for like Torbjorn, but whatever. Like there, there's not a lot of characters where you look at and you're like, oh, I, I hate that we hate, we're playing with this type of player. I would never want to play that character because it doesn't work in all these situations. They're all they've sort of removed a lot of the situational nature of a lot of characters. And I would want that in this fighting game that Mm -hmm. I am apparently funding right now. Um, And I think it would, it makes sense to me that you'd want everyone to be able to stand on their own. Okay. You know what I'm into? Uh, When I hear about it, like uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me is playing through a character's whole tournament 
mode or ladder and then getting the cool cutscene at the end because yes. you just get one of those really cool blizzard animated cutscenes. what so, if it's I'm, like what yeah. if it's like a live action one at the very end where it's like people in costumes <laughs> and everything like that oh, and it ends great. with like a a minute long did <laughs> did um twisted metal one do that is that the one that did the live action things uh, at the end? it might have been it wasn't live action but twisted metal black had very, they had some like, good ones it was like photorealistic ish. Okay. And they uh, almost the messed the them. fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I say we go to the next step and it's just straight up like, can we get some dude that looks like Genji? Can we get some guy that yeah. looks like Roadhog and it's kind of like a fat suit on? It's a very obvious fat suit. Like the intro dude. to the original Resident Evil. Like it would be Oh my super God. 90s. Yes. That. Yeah. It's just that, but Overwatch. Yes. I think I that's great, and or and let's bring in, let's reincorporate the twisted metal idea. Doomfist basically acts like a Calypso character. Oh, and yeah. he's like granting people's like <laughs> wishes and stuff, but they're all like monkey paw status, you know, and it it's like backfires on them. That would be dope. Like that's it's a post cool. Overwatch world, man. Everyone's like fighting for whatever special material unobtainium is in that universe. It'd be dope. <laughs> I- can we pre-order this? Can we pre-order <laughs> something we just made from like a company that none of us have any ties to? I don't know how this works, but yes, I'm in. I thank you for workshopping this. So the number one <laughs> game so far on this list is Overwatch as a fighting game. And yeah, Jake, I'll pass it to you for your first choice. Uh, for my first choice, this is... Uh, I don't know why this is the first thing that came to my head. Uh, <laughs> a lot of confidence here. Yes, but I would like Metal Gear Solid as like a point-and-click, maybe Telltale-style like, <laughs> story game. Oh my god, okay. Yes. I'm just here I'm just here for the talking when I play Metal Gear, honestly. I... Thank you. Okay, I'm gonna... Real talk. I played Metal Gear Solid 5, which is the only Metal Gear Solid game I've played for more than an hour, which is to oh, say no. it's the only one I've actually played because the rest of them all start with movies. So oh, I, <laughs> I was like, man, they sure did find a single stealth, like, formula loop that and do it over and over and over and over. I was, I was like sincerely disappointed because like over time, over the, the whole course of the game, all of your upgrades are for like helicopters and missile strikes and rocket. I'm like, well, where's the stealth stuff? Yeah. I think that's an, an excellent idea. I would love to just have people talk and like with their weird, like serious tone, but maybe not understanding the actual things that they're discussing. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Uh, it, it, I think it would work really well. Like, and, not dunking on Metal Gear at all, especially the first one. Metal Gear Solid, like, it has, like, iconic moments, great boss battles, hidden hidden passageways and stuff. But uh, I was never good at them. Mm-hmm. And uh, as the later ones go on, like, as far as I, especially 4, I liked 4 a lot. But I just really just wanted to see what happened next. So mm-hmm. uh, I, would, I would much rather play it Telltale style because it would be really cool if... I mean, it's not really Telltale. It's more like Mass Effect. But like, if you could romance people, I feel like that would be really cool. Like through oh RPG dialogue choices. Romance Otacon. You just yeah, send dude. them like subtle Metal Gear Solid dialogue choices would be incredible. Yeah. Oh, ex- absolutely. Um, There'd be I'm so many snakes in. and all the snakes have different sexualities. And it's like a whole thing. It's like, <laughs> oh, which snake do I get to identify with? That's oh, dope. Solid Snake will remember this. <laughs> just stupid stuff like that oh i would God. love that like that there's the <laughs> you, you what's the 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 easter egg where you could have the two of them get in the box together oh my uh, god right and <laughs> oh yeah yeah um what which game was that in three i forget i don't I literally don't remember three it, it all blends in my four. brain 
Yeah. Everything I, I know about Metal Gear is just from the social memes. media and <laughs> did you know gaming? <laughs> and but so it'd be like that and then literally it just zooms in on the box and it just says Solid Snake will remember this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you damn right he will. <laughs> See, I'm I'm an even Metal Gear guy, which means like I love Metal Gear when it's weird as all hell. Ah, you're a freak you like too. Uh, two is four is my favorite. Two is my second favorite. Uh, and I am similar to you in terms of I, I love how those games play in a lot of moments. And there's a lot of memorable moments with the stealth and when things go really bad and it's hilariously not stealth. But it was always a rush to get to the next crazy boss on rollerblades who's drinking mm, a drinking little martinis. island drink with yeah, yeah with like a little like umbrella in it or like <laughs> here's uh this other random oh crazy person who's flying and is like metal and this guy's a vampire and what the fuck why is that guy a vampire and there's like four supermodels that are in robot suits oh my know, god like, that was so ridiculous yeah, yeah i forgot that existed um it's so if you can cut out a lot of the actual parts where you're playing it and just make it a ridiculous wheel of metal gear moments that you can like decide how they turn out i again i'm pre-ordering that plus two i mean just to get technical for a second it it could be a good way to uh get around the way the codec works where Mm -hmm. the codec is kind of like an exposition machine and Mm -hmm. you're just staring at it and hearing dialogue being spouted at you uh they could essentially you know a strong telltale like team could kind of write around that and cut that out i don't know yeah. i would like to see that but yeah. i think i think that yeah i think that'd be a really good idea and i think it would work i mean i think after playing tales of the borderlands i was like wow okay so you can just you can just take any world that has a decent amount of good characters and world building and tell at least an entertaining story in it oh, you yeah. could tell a tale yeah Ooh. <sighs> nice damn it good night guys oh. yep man I, uh, that's where he's got the subs that's it that's yeah it. That's that's it. I, you know what this is what i've been doing wrong for all these years is i don't have enough <laughs> hot puns and wordplay yeah god all right I'm Todd, you, you go next before before this just completely yeah. steers out of control okay all right i'm gonna go for a serious one oh. so uh <laughs> did you just on <laughs> me okay no it's, go it's, on it's, okay so i um i have always enjoyed assassin's creed uh, I played the first one. I remember like at the time it was one of those games where like it, it and I think I think, you know, not to compare qualities necessarily, but in terms of impact, it reminded me of Halo in that I played it and I beat it. And I was like, I have a million ideas about how to improve this game. Mm-hmm. And I think one of my favorite things about Assassin's Creed is that immediately it started implementing great ideas, like truly excellent concepts, things that have arguably maybe denigrated the uh, the genre to which it uh belongs at mm-hmm. at this point in in time um but i recently started playing Ode- uh, assassin's creed odyssey because i love greece um i don't know why I, the movie dad, or the place the the place <laughs> not really the movie but not a big travolta guy <laughs> yeah i mean not that i don't you know but it's just that's maybe not quite my style okay, um just but yeah sure. so i love <laughs> i love greece i love greek like mythology and i love the history um so I, I was okay let's play let's play this one like let's see how it feels and um a lot of things about it have changed, and I think people have already kind of covered that stuff to death. But in general, there's a lot more RPG elements to the game. And so my idea is to actually fully transition Assassin's Creed out of the sort of 
open world pseudo sandbox uh, genre into a dedicated adventure RPG, which arguably it kind of was in the beginning, which is kind of why this is a weird pitch. But um, fundamentally, I think that means getting rid of just cutting a lot of fat, um, shrinking the world back down uh, in like getting rid of all the like, go do 20 of this, go do 50 of that, like all these different random like open world uh, events that I think have there's so many of them that they vary in impact like i think yeah. towards the end of the game you pretty much just start murdering everybody for free all the time it, it it's it, and it, yep. this but the scaling is too quick so i think like telling a more dedicated story with dedicated side quests like kind of like again like like odyssey was getting towards i think that that could be really exciting and like and really it would allow them to tell more nuanced stories that maybe aren't as predictable <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you guys think i will always and forever be on team make games less complicated and shorter um like i i understand that a lot of a lot of games demand depth and they demand that sort of like oh, this is a hundred hours motherfucker strap it um <laughs> but like as i get older and we've probably all run into this your your time for that and maybe even your tolerance for that can can be it can be hard to find the moments to be like well here's another 75 hour open world game i need to play and my one of my favorite <laughs> assassin's creed was um origins actually and like that was because it had the sort of progression tied to it mm -hmm. and i'm a sucker for progression so for me i i do agree that to be able to maybe have a much more focused not linear but approaching linear i think um spider-man does a good job of this where it feels open oh, but there's not so much oh, going on since like so smart you can yeah. focus a lot on things and feel like you're really progressing without getting lost and everything on the side. And that is not, I get it. A lot of people love that much stuff, but if you can pack what makes that franchise special into a more streamlined package, that's always my vote. So I'm all in on this. I've played every Assassin's Creed game and I love them, but I, I go back and forth with like how I feel about the kind of change in direction Whatever, whatever your pitch turns into, can can you bring back being able to sit on a bench? Because I like that feature a lot. I really like that's like to me, it's like, what's the core pillar of an Assassin's Creed game? Stabbing mm -hmm. people, hiding in crowds, sitting on benches and like, you know, standing and standing in a crowd. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that stuff's important. Like, I thought that was part of what what kept Assassin's Creed games kind of unique. So just whatever, just bring that back. And pirate ships, maybe. Could you imagine E3, they walk out, they announce the new Assassin's Creed, and there's just a picture of a bench on the screen up front. <laughs> and we're like, we're bringing this back. The fans have demanded it. Oh, Assassin's dude. Creed colon benches. I, I was going to say, it's just Assassin's Creed Yosemite. It's just like, oh my God. It's, just, <laughs> it's, just, it's just in a national park, just sitting, getting some nice vistas. Hell I yeah. mean, frankly, I have to imagine that that's where most of their development time goes to anyway. Like, yeah. just the worlds are always so amazing. <laughs> they even they even made a museum out of Origins, right? Like, yep. That's so nuts. But I, yeah, I definitely think it'd be nice to kind of, and again, I, I really enjoy Odyssey so far, but it definitely is like, well, we're not, an, we're not an assassin anymore, which, which again, that doesn't really bother me in terms of this individual game. But if we're like, yeah, for, for this idea, absolutely would be back to being a stealth game RPG. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I'm in. That's great. You're going to make me be serious now. I was going to do a funny one, but I think I'm actually going to go a serious route now. Ah, uh, take that, Tone. I know, you jerk. My next one <laughs> is um, 
I'll just say it out loud. It's, it's, it's Dark Souls, but as a dungeon builder. So you don't play Ooh. as the main character who's walking through and seeing all these surprises. You know the game Mousetrap, that board game where you're setting up different <laughs> things and hoping everything Hell falls yeah. right, and suddenly a mouse is in, uh, you know, spoilers, a trap. Uh, I want that, but I want like Bloodborne. Like I want to be able to almost Mario Maker style, Little Big Planet style with a very established Ooh. set of tools set like, all right, the monsters behind here, the bosses like this, this is over here. You can use user generated content that people create. So suddenly they create a crazy monster that's still beatable. So it follows Mario Maker rules of you have to be able to beat this to upload it. Nothing mm-hmm. is unbeatable. Um, sure. And you're putting different weapons throughout it. You're deciding... I think in a, in a campaign for something like this, you have like a main path where kind of all the weapons are predictable. But when you're getting to the online builder section of it, you place certain weapons, you place secrets, you place everything. You do a full rope-a-dope where it's like, here's this area that seems super safe, but the floor goes out and there's a billion rats underneath you. Like I want that, all the surprise that comes with Dark Souls, but you get to create that. And then the next part of this is you get to watch as people play it. So once it's active, mm. you're able to essentially do almost a top-down view. We, we can either see multiple runs at once with like all these different ghosts like they already do in Dark Souls, or you can see one person's run at a time and be able to... I think at that point, because there's already a huge, crazy legacy of multiplayer, I want to be able to speak to that player, but only like once <laughs> every 30 seconds. like Just kind of like a voice <laughs> of God mode, where you're just like, you should probably take that left, and then you're gone. That's all they hear, and they're like, oh no, there's three ways. Why would I go left? Is he messing with me? So it is Dark Souls meets Mousetrap meets My Crazy Brain meets just the coolest thing, and that is my pitch for what Dark Souls should be. You should probably stop talking. Uh, <laughs> you want me to delete this part? Yeah, you just like you totally like gave away a money idea right there. <laughs> I think that's Dude. really good. I I mean I okay so I, I did have a question. I think you sure. answered it, but I just want to make sure. So the game includes uh, devious asshole designer mode, but also it has heroic. I'm going to beat the game mode. Like yes, you, you, it's like like Mario. Okay, okay. You can I, be both. I, you know what? Well, I was going to, I guess what I was going to, what I was thinking before you mentioned that part is I was thinking it'd be really interesting to like, j- j- I guess looking at, look at this as a product. The, my only concern would be is like, okay, can we provide enough content for both sides? Like, cause if you, if you really like Mario, you can play Mario Maker forever and yep. never make a map. You could just, you could play an hour a day and never make a map. And if you can, if you, if this game could do both, where it's like, oh, I can just sit here. I've just, I've made an entire campaign. It's the, the Todd files, and it's just mm-hmm. Dark Souls in my world, and it's all somehow looks like Jet Set Radio. And I'm not really sure. <laughs> of course, it would. <laughs> the asset builder allowed me to do that. Um, but also, like my my roommate Zach loves Dark Souls like thousand hours, and he, if he could just play levels all day and never have to even create anything that'd be a that literally i don't know why they wouldn't do that that would be it is that yes my my game pitch is that you can play you can never touch the editor similar little big planet and suddenly you're like oh my god it's it's level it's it's one one from mario but it's in dark souls way (laughs) and we're like or it's it's you know the it's the the first like zone in sonic but it is dark souls like i'm saying that so you're able to just play endlessly there's even like a here just cycle through as many levels as you want, we'll just throw some of the most popular ones at you. Or you can even do based off difficulty. Like, hey, if there's high you know, completion rate, give me that group because I want to just kind of see what's out there versus give me the impossible ones. It'd be huge for speedrunners. It'd be huge for people on Twitch. It's all right people, here. 
the appeal could also be good for, uh, you know, almost like a, a haunted house builder in, in mm-hmm. a way, because like my favorite aspects of Bloodborne were the monster closets where you'd be walking and a guy would just come out and be like, ah, yes, uh, <laughs> just making Wait, a one more time. What would the guy go when he jump out? Bah. Thank you. I'd appreciate it. No problem. I'm going to sample oh, that. No, and use yeah. it in everything. Moving I was going to s- I was gonna say, you just be able to record your own stuff, like yes, using, dude. like if it's a PC game, I could just be like, oh ah, or whatever. God. You could <laughs> the voice the monsters. monsters. You could voice the monsters. Yeah, just dude. Oh my god, man! That... There's a lot of tech that's gonna have to be developed. Uh, so I'm not making this any, shit. Any software <laughs> engineers uh, want a job at at Namco Bandai. We just created this idea. So look, I'm just an ideas guy. <laughs> I don't I don't make the stuff. I think that's up. a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exclude yeah, senior ideas guy is what <laughs> they call me. Um, so that's mine. That means we have four games so far, and I think we only have two funny ones. So uh, Jake, do you have a funny one? Or you want to go serious? Uh, yeah, I have a funny one. I just wrote down, uh, Yakuza games need more guns. I don't know. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> that, uh, uh, that's my favorite genre of games. Gun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Same. Uh, no, y- Yakuza should feel like sleeping dogs because I want that. Oh, I don't know. Uh, two, oh, two wow. totally different cultures, uh, but style of game and crime oh wise. Uh, and, and, and to be fair, part of the importance of, of Yakuza and, and Kiru as a character is that like, Killing is a big deal in that society. So, of course, guns wouldn't show up a lot, but you just look like a cool dude who would shoot dudes. So I, I want that. Can I elevate this? Yeah, please. Because I have just, nothing. Just Yakuza versus Sleeping Dogs. Oh, wow. Wow. Just Yakuza versus Sleeping Dogs. Wow. And they both, so they're both mm. trying to solve, I forget what the main character's name in Sleeping Dogs is because it's been like a million years. Uh, that, I think that it's that like Chester Dogs. Wei Chen, Yes. Um, what'd you say? <laughs> Chester dogs. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. But for real, I mean, really interesting. Like they're trying to solve parallel mysteries in each other. Like, like Kiryu goes to Hong Kong and Wei Shen goes to Japan. And like, they're both trying to like solve these parallel mysteries. And like, they don't realize that they're on the same side of, of, of the conflict, but like you get to fight each other and stuff. And oh, that'd be so dope. Yeah. That would be sick. Especially because then you'd get, yakuza stuff but like with more car chases and like jumping on top oh, of vans and shit yes oh. yeah it would be good it would be good what and then like you can throw that? butcher knives and stuff man oh, what was Jake, the name of the vin diesel oh wheel man the, wheel the man diesel. you're goddamn right okay i just oh can we just God. as a third member of this fusion dance of games that we're doing can we just add wheel man so you can jump from car from car okay thank yeah. you oh, can vin diesel God. be in it uh do you have yes. a number is that a question yeah, I assume because you know the he rock, makes his he probably own game. has Vin Diesel's yeah. number, so like this should yep. be a pretty easy hookup. It's pretty. He close, has yeah. a game dev studio. Mm-hmm. Is it called like Vin Diesel Games? Is it? I don't know. He's he made Wheelman. He his studio made that game. He was involved with Starbreeze, I think. Uh oh yeah, with like Butcher's Bay and all oh, that stuff. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's it, where it, like Starbreeze got one of their big first. Yeah, man. It is called. Tigon or Tigon Studios, and it that basically has the Tesla logo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> I'm just gonna call him out. Okay, that's a great idea. Uh, we're we're five in. Um, Todd, do you have a fusion dance one? Do you have a new genre one? What do you want to throw out there? Okay. So it's kind of a weird. It's basically a fusion dance, but it's not, and it's it's inspired by something that Jake said like 20 minutes ago considering 20 minutes is more or less the span of time that I've known him. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's Dead Rising. Oh, boy. But it's an actual Mega Man game. 
So it's 2D side scroller and all of the psychos that you meet are like the robot masters or whatever the hell they're called. Robot munchers. I don't remember. <laughs> and it, it was inspired by what you guys were saying with like the bosses, like, or like the characters being like, like super crazy or whatever. Just yeah. like, just take that, but make them into 2D bosses. And oh, like, man. like, uh, Frank West, like he has the camera. That's basically his busters. All he can, all he can do is freeze people with the camera. So like they, they get like, Oh, like stunned kind of like in, um, Gunvolt, uh, I think, was that 3DS oh, yeah, yeah. game where you just had like the stun blaster, basically. Same kind of concept. But then, like, you have all the, like, once you get in close, you have all the wrestling moves and like all the zombies and stuff would have different counters and things. So, like, you have to, like, it'd be a very reactive game where you're trying to, like, okay, they attack like this. I need to go in. So, okay, I'm going to do a jump, like, jump in, like, like a suplex from the air. That's not a suplex. Dive bomb it could thing. be an aerial suplex. <laughs> I know everything about wrestling. Trust me, I'm a professional. <laughs> Where's Ross? Um, but yeah, something like that. And then like the bosses are all like the psychos. And then, and here's, the, you guys, here's the maraschino cherry on the top. Uh, you get to you get to decide how you like end them. So you can like either like if you decide that this That's psycho is too dangerous, they can't be rehabilitated in this post-apocalypse world. You can kill them, and then the whole thing has like Star Fox style like bran- like path branching instead wow. of like the Mega Man style like pick one. You only get to pick the first one, and from there it branches depending on if you save people, if you let them join your party, or if you kill them. This is, yeah, is there a timer? That. Is there a timer like there always has been in most Dead Rising games? Oh, dang. I guess there's got to be a timer, right? I mean, Should there like be? Dead Rising. Would that make sense I don't with need, this? This is, this is tough. Now you got me. I, get, I yeah, guess you could somehow structure that. I, maybe you could. Hmm. I think, okay. I think the timer is a nuance that we should include in the game, but okay. perhaps might take too much time for this podcast format. <laughs> Are you saying you're out on this yeah. game all the way through and make it ready to just, just send out into the world? I expected more from you, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally was not on my list until Jake said something about what were you? It happened. I already forgot my inspiration because I was, it was either so much attention. Oh, God. <laughs> <an> idea. <laughs> this, I don't even remember said, at this point. When you said Weishen versus Yakas, I just I or versus Kiryu, I like or well, you you brought you you made the image in my head. I got I forgot what the inspiration for this was, but I think that that would be super fun and and it'd be it'd be like a cool kind of like change on the Mega Man, like it's it's always blasters, it's always like shoot yeah. forward, you know, it's always the same. Even though the 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 bosses and the levels change, it's always the same like approach. I think this would be like more fun. I, in fact. I mean, I, it's kind of like reminds me of, um, I guess I'm thinking kind of um, gu- guacamole, like yeah. in terms of like, it's fun combat action. Man, I, yeah. yeah, I'm all in on this. Like, be it's a fun way to mix Mega Man. Guacamole is a good comparison, too, because a lot of it is uh, close quarters, like when yeah. you're you're like wrestling dudes. So it's it's perfect. Yeah. Also, oh, maybe God. the greatest name for a video game of all time. Yeah. It's so pretty, like, good. It's on the pantheon of like, you have to know as soon as someone said that out loud, they're like, that's it. That's, it. That, that's the name of our game. Like, throw out every other name you've thought up until this point. It's Guacamele. That's almost <laughs> too good. I have to wonder if the name came before the game, because the name is so good. <sighs> I wonder. I think there have to be some games like that, right? Where it's just like, you think of the name, like Duck Hunt. And you're like, I bet it's about hunting ducks. And you can kind of go from there. But Guacamele <laughs> might have been their initial inspiration. Yeah. Ugh. Well. All right. But yeah, that is my... I love it. Wrestly Mega Man thing. Wrestle, wrestle man. 
Mega Wrestleman. Okay, Melee. Wrestleman will work. I can't think of a better name for it. Well, <laughs> it's no Guacamelee, but we'll workshop it. Um, yeah. So I have a list of like three more, but I only have one more that I have room to talk about. I <clears throat> I kept thinking about what could I make Pokemon Snap? Like what can I fuse with Pokemon <laughs> Snap that I'd be super into? <laughs> I was like, what if it's just Digimon Snap? But that's too lazy, so <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> just weird pictures of Agumon. Like that might be a little strange. So I, uh, this is one that I was talking about off air before we started, and I think I'm going to try to, I'm going to need you guys' help to workshop this. Um, okay. I want a Resident Evil dating game. Um, easy. And yeah, totally easy. I, I guess the, <clears throat> the part that I'm grappling with is I don't know enough of the Resident Evil lore to be able to fully build out <laughs> this romantic comedy of a game. Okay. But I got do, you. should you start out as two humans who go out on like a first date, start falling for each other, and then are both infected and slowly become zombies and have to like deal with each other as they're going. Th- is it like a drama where like they're watching each other become zombies? Or is it just like Ooh, okay. you are a zombie looking for love in all the right places and with all these other like zombie people and you're trying to just find the hottest zombie? Like I don't know the best way to handle it, but part of me kind of wants a transformation story of I was a human, now I'm a zombie but I still kind of remember this person and I'm, it's almost like the notebook, but resident evil. Here's what, here's the thing that came to mind immediately for me. Have, are you guys familiar with resident evil three? Uh, yes. I'm Nemesis. not really familiar with most <clears throat> resident evil things. Okay. <laughs> so the elevator pitch the, is, no, it's is following you, right? Yes. Yeah, so resident yeah. evil. Yeah, exactly. Uh, resident evil three nemesis is uh, you you play as Jill Valentine. You're going through a post-apocalyptic zombie adventure where the city's taken over by zombies. And the whole time you're being pursued by this, monster creature nemesis a a big monster evil man designed in a lab to pursue you and kill you so throughout the game you know it'll be a slow point a quiet point and then bam he busts through a wall and there's a chase sequence uh so i say keep the game the same except nemesis wants to date you he is a suitor (laughs) and he is pursuing you he's basically like gaston and uh, (laughs) wow you just have to deal with that does he have a song does he have like no one chases you like like it's not Gastani's nemesis. That's be way harder thing to get away with. <laughs> way harder. Yeah, that, oh. that's the first thing that came to mind to me. Or uh, just, I'm weird. I'm really weird. I uh-huh. immediately just thought of like, oh, it'd be so cool if like uh, uh, Jill Valentine and Chris Redfield dated. But that's because I'm too deep. I'm See, too but that's deep. just. I didn't even think of zombies. Now we're just like yeah. now we're like somehow reaching into like some weird. Yep. There's like these okay. pictures you have in like a shoebox under your bed, and that's like what it's actually about. I don't know if I, I had pictures you. in my locker. How did you know about that? That's real. <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, no, yeah, wait, all right. How how about how about same still dating sim, but instead it's basically, you basically reskin the game like typing of the dead, and so instead of like shooting zombies and stuff, it's like like you know you're dating whomever from the game, and like like a froyo person will come up like hey do you want a sample and like jill hates froyo so you just shoot the, oh. the, the froyo guy <laughs> you, you don't let the froyo guy get close to you oh my god <laughs> okay this is the real million dollar you, ha- you had me at that. jill doesn't like froyo <laughs> <laughs> Please just tweet that without any sort of context. <laughs> just tweet it without context and see what happens. You, I, you you are free to use that as a as a no context tweet. Absolutely. Oh my god, that's maybe the ultimate <laughs> no context tweet I've ever heard. See, I was starting to think of like, okay, what if it's in the similar typing of the dead style, but you start on like a zombie dating app. It's like it's like Tinder or Bumble, but for dead people. 
and you go on like a dinner date with these zombies <laughs> and you're having like full conversations and we instead of responding oh. with like a, a dialogue wheel mm. you're just typing things in that you hope start landing with this other zombie lady and maybe I froyo's think, involved uh, yes there's always got to be froyo in the world of dating i think and this. not not to belabor this this one it's such a great idea there's there's so much range okay mm-hmm. but there's um i forget what it's called i think there's an app like a game or a game i should say uh on the on mobile called mystic messenger i i don't remember i don't know how you play it because my my friends played it but like you have like these a bunch of these like fictional like korean men who who text you and they have like relation like you're trying to have like trying to date them and it's like a it's like a visual novel but with just your phone and like messaging somehow so that idea is not impossible and people like that game so i think We've got a lot of ways to take this. To People will love Resident Evil zombie dating simulator colon Froyo <laughs> just as much as they love that. <laughs> this is oh, and then spoiler alert: the zombie infections in the Froyo oh, umbrella's no. at it again. <laughs> it's just a certain flavor. Or is it Froyo as a whole? It's only it's a specific combination. Is it a mystery game? We need to find out what the combination is. Oh my god, dude! This is. There's so much Murder that could happen here. The whole new genre. Dating simulator with zombies and maybe typing oh of God. the dead mechanics. <laughs> I would probably get kicked out of whatever pitch room I'm in if I threw that out there, but they're all wrong and we're all right is all I have to say about this. Yes, um, put indeed. that one in the pre-order list. Uh, Jake, what is your final choice? Oh, okay. Uh, can I give a runner up after? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so, but my last serious one is uh, Reboot Max Payne, a game beloved uh, deep in my heart uh, reboot max Payne as a first person shooter and a uh in, in more of a graphic novel style that like the, the entire time so the reason i, I pitched this is because i love games like those tacky ps2 ps3 xbox 360 era games where you got weird unconventional first person shooters uh you got a lot of crazy stuff like like all the time travel ones like uh, uh time shift and time shift stuff. oh my yeah. god you play I that want game? more. Yeah, yeah, I want more. You know, first-person campaigns like that. The last thing that really made me really happy with that was uh, Titanfall 2's single-player campaign. Mm-hmm. So, so just talking about this the other day. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so amazing, and I, I feel like Max Payne could give us the uh, Matrixy first-person shooter that we never got in terms of diving and and shooting and and bullets whizzing through the air in, in slow motion. I think it has enormous potential for that. Uh, not all, not to mention if you if you bring it back to its roots where you just do like gritty New York City hard boiled detective loose cannon cop on the edge and it looks like Sin City like it, it's kind of overdone but in games it's not right now I think so I, I think you. it would almost be fresh to go back to something tacky and cheesy like that I think we are at the point of it'll be fresh to do something that was previously overdone like we're yeah. at that yeah. point with that specific thing and I, I love Max Payne I, I have a very I have a fondness for Max Payne 3 as well so I'm I'm still all in on that franchise yeah I am too uh, I think too like it can do it can do a lot of fun stuff even if it just embraces some of the uh, the weirder elements like you know like the trippy drug and, and dream sequences uh, could be incredible in first person uh, the way Max Payne games have always realistically modeled the, the weapons and the bullet casings and and all that to see that happen in front of you in slow motion. I got the idea because uh, I had hopped into super hot VR yes. and it's just such a cool idea and it's even better in VR. And it just got me thinking of like 
you know, Neo dodging bullets in the Matrix. And then it got me thinking of Max Payne. And I'm like, why wasn't Max Payne ever first person? So that's what I want. Okay, here's here's and here's the narrative, the narrative in in like uh, entrance point. <laughs> it's always good when you laugh at it before you can even yeah. say it. You know, it's about to be some real stuff. Uh, <laughs> so the narrative entrance point is Max's uh, beloved daughter Rose actually didn't die. Oh man! And has <laughs> was was recovered by a mad scientist. Oh and hell yeah! All of all of the slow mo that Max experiences turns out that was genetic. And so Rose Whoa. is trying to is trying to find out who how Max developed these powers and who tried to use her to un, to like she they were going to try and mass produce their slow mo for the American military and oh that's my God yes that's, it takes place in like uh like mid two thousand so she's like in her twenties or something I get I'm looking at the page here it says that. She was murdered. On, in You're already doing more research than anyone has done for any of these. <laughs> <laughs> also, the crazy twist in this, I mean, spoilers, is like, sure, they're trying to take her. So it'd be like, we got to get the gene that gives you the slow down time power. But she has an entirely different power that you find out very much. Like, right yes! at the end. And yes! then Max Payne reboot number two is you're a duo similar to Kratos and your son in the Yo. new god of war and she's oh. just like telekinesising stuff while you're oh going in slow god. motion he's drunk yeah Dude, that's his she, he's drunk right it, yeah, oh yeah okay and then it brings in like that virtues virtues last reward zero escape morphogenetic field and she's oh trying to god. solve a puzzle while he's trying to solve a puzzle but he's drunk so she has to <laughs> interpret everything in a different way and it's nuts it's nuts oh i love it it's really too especially how you pitch the story and like with with the drugs and they were going to take her DNA and make military supermen. It's like it full, it's full circle with the actual first game. So it's almost going to be exactly. like how the force awakens was to the, to a new hope. <laughs> oh my God. Can this be made Dude. by remedy? Like if remedy oh, made this was, game, they'd be down. Dude, they'd be down. Yeah. You know, they'd be down. All right. I'll, I'll call Hit him Mr. Up. Remedy and see if, if, if he's into <laughs> this idea. Um, we'll get to the, the honorable mentions at the very end. Cause we still have one more from Todd. So Todd, uh, please pitch your beautiful game. Okay. This is really difficult because I have so many good ones to choose from <laughs> considering one of them I came up with on the spot. Um, but I'm going to say super smash brothers as a JRPG. I so, thought I would say as a fighting game, just to like as light a fighting up every single Reddit. <laughs> like, as an actual fighting game, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, as a JRPG, I like your idea better. In the guise of Chrono Cross, so oh, all the characters are playable. They not all Chrono have... Trigger, Chrono Cross. No, not Chrono Trigger, because Chrono Cross is better. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the hot the hottest take of hot the, take. what early 2000s go out with a bag <laughs> um so okay so it's you, you you still have your main cast right you got your mario you know fox kirby whatever whomever it, it like that could even be a thing where you pick a main cast but like all the other characters like not just not like like the ones who are actually playable in ultimate like that level that amount of characters uh, are all characters you eventually you could uh, add to your party 
and like all the items, all the aspects of the game like that that exists in in Smash Bros would be translated into an actual RPG world instead of in like the the very um crossovery way that it is in the in the actual game where it's like oh like now we're in zelda land and now we're in donkey kong it's it you know and not like kingdom hearts either where literally it's the same concept it's like no one big world and everybody exists in it and like they've all met just over time things have just coagulated in this way and this grand villain who is a large hand (laughs) 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 threatens the 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 piece of this massive Nintendo nation is there permadeath? Oh my god! And there's so, permadeath. Here's why I think there should be permadeath because you, <laughs> oh, you, you, <laughs> you, oh you think of Chrono Cross. You die through the whole roster. You think of you think of Chrono Cross. You think of all these characters you can get and you miss. And there's sometimes we make a decision like, okay, I'm gonna get these characters, but I miss mm-hmm. out on this group. I think the yeah. next level of that is it's all about. There's a big part of those games where it feels like you're missing out if you don't get the right character. You feel cool because oh, you got the one you wanted. I also want the next layer of suddenly it's like, I'm sorry, Diddy. Like, Diddy didn't make it. He got flicked off a mountain by the Master Hands, <laughs> and now he's out of your party. <laughs> and you have to watch him, like, go all the way down into, like, some ravine. So I think there should be permadeath. Oh, I agree. I And I definitely think it should be, like, very much like Chrono Cross, where, you know, you come to, like, you, oh, my God. Like, you, like you, you, you find um like a science lab and like you're like oh i'm not sure like what this is and like like you walk into this very large room and like this sort of like weird upright very skeletal looking like robot just rotates his lower half and then his upper half and it turns out it's rob and rob basically asserts that you have to make a decision who are you going to like save from the the evil robot or the laboratory are you going to resurrect the the clone warrior snake are you going to release Samus from cryostasis? <laughs> or, Is it bad? That or are you going to these? unleash Mewtwo <laughs> from the, the clutches? Out of all of these games, somehow Super Smash Brothers and RPG is the one most likely to make me cry. Like this is the one. Yeah, like, oh, you're gonna cry! My client crying in a club right now. Like you're gonna like, cry. You think of like Kirby has to save the group because there's this crazy amount of like wind that he needs to put his mouth over it so everyone can escape but in the process mm-hmm. explodes because he takes in too much oxygen <laughs> like it's I infinity war thinking, <laughs> no! Oh, no, Kirby. <laughs> like that's what i'm like this is all there's so many things you could do with this oh like, my god and they're like, in Luigi's mansion? like actually stretch his legs out for the first time in series history and act as a bridge and you have to like get over <laughs> waluigi as a bridge and he doesn't make it because he gets like devoured yeah. by some sort of crazy monster chasing you oh my god i think that'd be great i think they're like in luigi's mansion and like like both luigi and pac-man look at each other <laughs> they look at all the ghosts in front of them and they like they're like louis <laughs> luigi the best buddy cop is- scene of all time <laughs> He's like he he has like a picture of Mario in his hand and Pac-Man's like whoop whoop and like pats his back and then like just starts eating as many ghosts as he possibly can oh going God. out in a blaze of pixelated cherries. This is <laughs> I picture Wario going out alone on a beach like he gets his own scene. Like it's it's like sunset on the beach and he's on his knees looking up at the sky and he just looks up and he says, "I'm sorry." And then he explodes. A motorcycle just falls on him and it's his own motorcycle. <laughs> Uh, owned by his own motorcycle. <laughs> it's the only he, way he explodes, but it's just the fart sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a mushroom cloud, but it's farts all the way up. Oh this is God. and miles away. Wolf is like, oh, what smells bad? <laughs> 
and all that's left behind is uh, on the floor. It zooms in. It's someone else's wallet that he stole. <laughs> it's Mario's wallet. <laughs> oh my god! With like a like a wallet photo of like a, a peach, but obviously he was trying to take a picture of her, and she wasn't interested. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the layers to this is like the oh, eight layer is, uh, dip of video games that we're creating right now. Um, I. I have an idea before we do our honorable mentions because we're at nine. And I think we talked okay. before about doing like, let's just make one up together at the very end. Um, Jake, I'm going to ask you for a franchise. Todd, I'm going to ask you for a genre that it should be. And then I am on the spot going to make a pitch for why it should happen. Okay. So Jake, start with a franchise. Okay. Oh, boy. I know, but this is fully on the spot. So I'm going to try to make a pitch out of the stuff that you guys create. And <clears throat> a, so I've actually been in pitch rooms before, so I'm going to attempt to make it sound like that. And I'll even use the word ROI. Okay. Uh, so franchise, let's go with... <sighs> At least something let's I go. know. Don't be like super obscure. Something super obscure. Let's go with uh, Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Okay. Give me one second because... <clears throat> funny that we're doing this i am literally working on a card game where you do this exact thing wow so let me just go get wow. my Ooh. my genre cards real quick just oh my like god one, this is perfect like, like 20 seconds i've got i've got my genre cards here all right you can hear that i'm just gonna shuffle yeah, these up there real we go. quick <laughs> i can't this is amazing this is perfect. I like literally this is just hadn't even <laughs> it's pretty great um okay so Let's see. Off the top, it's Grand Theft Auto as a puzzle game. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Right. As a puzzle Good game. luck, Josiah. <laughs> this is way harder than I could ever have imagined this would be. Shout out to the cards for giving you, like, the worst draw. The heart of the cards did not guide me. Okay, you think of Puzzle Fighter, and you think of in the background of, like, Puzzle Fighter with, like, Street Fighter in the background that there's actually these battles happening as you're doing these puzzles. So you're you're, you're building, you're, you're getting the right rows, everything sort of, like, Tetris style, and you're battling against each other. <laughs> and when you're actually playing, your main focus, similar to Guitar Hero Rock Band, your main focus is what's going on on screen in terms of the actual actions. But when you have people around you, they're able to see everything behind you. So as you're going into these different bank heists and these different situations, you're doing a full-on puzzle fighter style game. And how well you're doing compared to your opponent, which is usually going to be AI mm. in the campaign, will determine the success of what's going on. So suddenly you're able to get more money from the safe when that is going on. If you're on like a crazy car chase and you're going against the cops, if you do the puzzle wrong or getting beat in it you'll take a corner wrong and the back of your car will hit against a building and suddenly you're slower mm. so it's a similar game in terms of you're doing all of these it, it's more of like the main mission structure of a grand theft auto game but instead of shooting people and trying to go through things as cleanly as possible you're puzzling your way through it and it's just as fun to play as it is to watch Ooh, and that is so um, Grand Theft Auto excellent. What I was thinking was uh, like a puzzle game, but more a puzzle game where it's like you put things together, like clues, and you have to find things. Uh, so it would essentially be like you're a lawyer, and it would be like a Phoenix Wright game, or <laughs> in the vein of like you're more of like a sketchy lawyer, like a Better Call Saul. So you're like trying to use oh. all these loopholes to get the person off. Isn't this just it, L.A. Noir? Didn't you like your honor? He, stole, he didn't steal a tank, like whatever. You know, <laughs> I I think that, okay. I think that both. First of all, I think both those are great ideas. I, I like the I like the puzzle, the background, like sort of like as you play, things unfold. 
uh, uh, system because it's kind of like it's basically the opposite of the main game where like you'll play the game and do like driving and shooting and whatnot. And then you'll come to some other like little part of the game where you have a mini puzzle. So now backwards, it's like all you're doing is puzzling, but it's creating these very elaborate scenarios based on like how you're doing. It'd be really cool because like it like let's say let's go to like the bank, you know, a bank high situation. Like you're you're playing you're basically playing against like the the bank. Like the bank is like has like a bank AI or something like that. But then if you do like wrong, then police blocks start showing up and oh, they mess with your blocks because yeah. the police are there. So like you have all these different like elements like the police people like police, like gangs, you know, like uh like money or um I don't know, like other other elements like from the game show up as individual blocks with their own yeah. mechanics that change the the bo- the board into oh. something else. I think that's a great idea. This I'd is, be super down. That's I have, genius. I gotta say, I did not expect anyone to speak the words bank AI when we first started this <laughs> podcast, and I'm really happy you did because that's I think that's how you actually do this game. Like, and you suddenly yep. get like the higher your star count goes, like in a normal Grand Theft Auto game, the more oh. aggressive some of that stuff will start coming at you. Oh, and the um, board could literally like, like yes. widen. Like yes. it goes from like like a like a six wide to like an eight wide or something. Oh my god! Dude, hand over the money, Rockstar. We have an <laughs> idea for you. Um, oh, and then there could be a multiplayer mode where it's like you're working together, but you could really kind of Joker Dark Knight and screw the other person oh, over if you wanted god. to. Oh, yeah. essentially friendly puzzle fire. Yeah. Oh my this god, that's really, a great idea. This is really good. Um. So good. Problem about all these podcasts is as soon as I'm done with anything like this, I'm like, well, I just want all of these to exist now. Like, can, yeah, can dude, I hire fun. someone? Yeah, these are always I did we did one um with Jeff Bacalar that was like side characters that should have their own game, and it went a similar oh, route because you're suddenly like, now I have to think about what that game would actually be. Like I did horse simulator and your your aggro from um Shadow of the Colossus, <laughs> and you just you just play as aggro and not any of the actual main character wander. Um so we have the 10, but we should do some honorable mentions because on my list, I have um, Dragon Ball Z as an open world Western RPG instead Hell of a fighting yeah. game. I have oh um, Valkyria Chronicles as an actual first person shooter. So it's reverses <laughs> the strategy, like third person element of it. And I think that's that's mostly what I have here. That would excuse its storytelling. Yeah, so oh, we, we should get into this later. I, <laughs> we should. There's issues with it. I think it builds up. If by the end you still hate it, I won't even blame you, but I do think Valkyria <laughs> Chronicles 4's story heats up. Jake, I'm guessing you have right. a lot of runner-ups. Uh, so I actually had just one big one I wanted to get out there into yep. the world. Uh, Animal Crossing, but it's a survival game. Oh, my yes! God. Dude. It, it already almost is, but like just make <laughs> the economy matter even more and make it life and death. Dude, okay, so this you're gonna flip. I basically had that same thing, but wrapped. Uh, it's wrapped, uh, or, or a thematic wrapping around it is like Danganronpa, where oh, all, like you eventually have to wow. like people just start dying like over time. Yeah, <laughs> and Did so we just become the- best friends. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yo, let's go. What's your Discord? Let's let- <laughs> we'll start it right now. Let's make a game. But I- That'd be, so <laughs> I'd be so dope. I'd be so. I look. We're clearly I'll help on the you guys with publishing. You might want to keep my number. This will. This will be great. We'll make a whole bunch who, of games. Who together. are you again? I'm uh, sorry. I have my <laughs> ideas now. I'm leaving. <laughs> Mother. Oh. All right, Todd. What sort of runner-ups do you have? Okay, so my other ones uh, are uh, Street Fighter, uh, but it's a uh, <laughs> it's a life sim slash idol game for the phone. Oh my um, hell yeah. It's like you like just send clicker? them off. 
Yeah, yeah, yep. And you just send them off to like world tournaments, and like you, you're trying to collect like from all like the, all the characters from all the Street Fighter games. So Alpha Three EX with freaking Garda and stuff like that. They're all in the game, and you like you, you're trying to like blind box to get different characters, and you train them up. But like not just in fighting, because you might think, oh, it's Street Fighter, I'm just supposed to be fighting. No. You have to train their mental health. You have to train like how much do they understand about other fighting styles. You know, Ryu likes to read um, at like a <laughs> first grade level, say. but I he likes to read. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that'd be fun. Ryu likes then to I've... read. Sounds like the best educational game of all time. It's like when you you get Math Blaster and Ryu likes to read for your children. <laughs> Dude, that'd be super okay. Holy shit! That's great. Okay, cut, cut this out. I'm gonna pitch this to Capcom. It's literally an educational book about different like martial arts fighting styles from like nations across the world from the perspective of Ryu visiting them. That oh would be great. God. Children would buy the crap out of that. We're gonna somehow get sued for this podcast. I haven't figured out how yet, but yeah, we're sued going because our it. ideas are so good. Yeah, these, <laughs> these ideas are too good. Shut this oh show down. Okay, my last ones are Devil May Cry uh, as a runner game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Because it's runner games to me are all reaction time and style. And like a lot of them like don't have enough production value. But if you look at if you took the power of Capcom and the style of Devil May Cry and just made it like nonstop awesome with like cool rhythmic elements, that dope like noisier soundtrack from the, the game that everybody hates. Like, ugh, it'd be so, be so good. Um, I would just spam the stinger move, the yep, one where he yep. just lunges forward. Durrah! That one, I would just keep doing that across the whole yeah. map. Right? And maybe super dope, but there'd be like a pizza button. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know <laughs> what no more. <laughs> uh, and then lastly is um, this one. This one was going to take a lot more workshopping, but uh, it was Minecraft, but it was specifically as uh, just as a party game. So like. You have to build like you build your own mini games and like create the mechanics and it'd be all it this this was kind of like a, a mix of serious and silly where it'd be it'd definitely be like to help like to have like kids be creative and stuff or like even just younger folks or anyone really but also with the with the like focus of like game design and thinking about like how to ha help people have like make people have fun like how do i create a fun experience for for my friends or whatever so, so those, those Mario Party, but Minecraft, where there's exactly. already this ingrained number of mini games on oh, uh, the, the, yeah. the thing, but there's also the ones you can design. Where it's like yep. you know, in like Mario Party, it's like, oh, ice cream is falling from the sky. Get it in your cone, and you could do similar stuff like that, but within the the realm and the world and the fiction of Minecraft. You know, it yeah. also would be good to incentivize building. You could almost do like a little game, a cooperative building mode where uh, you build a quick thing and then it's like Tony Hawk's skate mode. Oh, my God. Or like like horse oh. rather. Like so you could like horse each other like, you know, can you build this? Can you build that? Can you build that back and forth? That'd be dope. I actually was thinking it'd be like it'd be like, can you build this? But instead it's I built this. Can you skate on it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Minecraft yeah. needs skateboards. Can I just can I change my runner up that's, to yeah, Minecraft that's that's, that's Minecraft fine. skating game? <laughs> yes. Like, but that just makes me want to do Tony Hawk Battle Royale, and I haven't figured out how that works. Oh my yet. god! A hundred skaters drop onto. How a, do we a not mention? Ramp. We didn't mention a battle royale game in this. I well, I was trying to be like, oh, we're gonna try to be creative and not just say battle royale, but then I almost said like Minecraft Battle Royale. I'm like, no wait, can, that, that's actually pretty. Can close I? Can I addendum the end of your show? You may addendum. <laughs> 
everybody picks a franchise to make a battle royale out of, royale out of. how about that oh hmm. oh man oh jeez i'll go with the serious one i'll go with the serious one cuz i okay. genuinely think that this would be a really good idea <clears throat> i would love a halo battle royale okay yeah. using the mechanics like the base spartan abilities and mechanics of halo 5 because i think it's really really fun very tactile great gameplay and i feel like the spartans feel powerful but add in the equipment from like reach and like that whole concept so you could like really your character would change a lot in the first like 10 minutes as you're like picking up drops oh you can do like armor lock and stuff yeah yes totally and you can also like really rare drops are ai and like you basically get AI like, you know, like Cortana and they would change your character a bunch, but other players could see who has AI and you become a target. And that would just be built into the system, man. That's that's good. good. I think think that'd be really fun. This is a kind of an also obvious one, but bear with me. I was obsessed uh, with the online mode for Metal Gear Solid 4 when it came out because I bought a PS4 with Metal Gear Solid 4. I know, right? I bought. I thought it was I just bought, me. <laughs> I bought that bundle and I played like hundreds of hours of Metal Gear Online and had this. What was just, it like? Um, is there a quick, a quick primer? I literally didn't even know it happened. I mean, it, 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 a lot of it is like sort of a. There's already kind of battle royale nature to it because some of the modes, it's like one death and you're out. It's the Metal Gear yeah. Solid Four mechanics with a heavy stealth focus, snipers all over the place. The maps are really inventive, and it's. Uh, I want essentially the metal gear solid five mechanics but a battle royale game so like i want a hundred snakes of varying varieties that's not wordy uh drop onto an island and have to stealth yeah they just stealth their way oh my god dude you could randomize your snake name or whatever what yeah yes you could be like slip hippo or like uh (laughs) like i don't know like hungry uh I don't know, Rhino. Like the, some of those names get incredible, and I just want to do that. Flipped hippo, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tipped cow, raging walrus. Like Tipped cow. <laughs> that's that's I'm from so the country. Um, so that's what I want. Uh, and the main thing maybe is just the name generator. Also, like you can randomly instead of cars, you could find like a horse <laughs> and go around and just like have the horse poop on people, and it'll be great. <laughs> that's my battle royale game. And the victory screen is Kojima going, kept you waiting, huh? Every time. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm in. Now I'll pre-order it. Uh, So mine is uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, Oh oh my God. Because of mechanics, because of the the end game mechanics and how people have done creative, amazing things with it. Just imagine you drop on to an island with a bunch of other links and then some dude does the thing where he like tab he like flings himself with a boulder with the physics thing across the map and you just see him fly over your head it's oh like pure god. chaos in a game that shouldn't technically really have chaos oh like that oh my god that'd be so fun I, I, but okay okay but can i just add but you can choose a skin of any character no the mechanics are the same but you can be like you can be like Ganon, you can be like Ocarina. It'd be like Hyrule Warriors. Like you can Hot pick fish any. Man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like Tingle. Yeah. Oh, the fish guy. Yeah, That's the fish. Mr. Hot fish, guy. fish Man to you. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Oh, I was thinking the fish from Wind Waker. But yes, him also. Teed some tide, tidal, tidal wave. Tide pod. That was him. Yep. Christopher Titus. Some. Christopher Titus. <laughs> um, yes. And my last idea, because I can't not say it right now. Uh, I want Just Cause 4 as a Battle Royale game. Where oh, is that yeah. 
I know. You think. I know. We're just there's just explosive stuff everywhere, and you just see people wingsuiting and just in jets and helicopters all over the place. And I want that now. The frame rate is about ten at all times. Look, it's <laughs> first off, you can hit eleven on a good day. Tiny <laughs> might be the average, but we'll get it there. It might need to be like a new console or something like that. <laughs> the the battle royale console. It's all it is. is oh my god. Royale. The BR4. We have to think of a good name for it. I Guys, I think we just created um, – we're now millionaires after this podcast. Yeah, we're rich now. Right? Yeah, That's this was the easiest finally. like 10 million we've all ever made <laughs> in about a 50 to 60-minute span. Um, Todd, Jake, thanks so much for doing this. This feels super weird now knowing like, oh, this could be the last one. Uh, the goal still – of course. I think you're, this is like your fourth appearance. Jake, this is like your 17th appearance. <laughs> You're approaching that, I think, at this point. Um, as everyone knows, the 1099 will go on with Joe Noop. Um, please keep listening. He's great, probably way better than I am at this. Um, maybe even Todd or Jake will come back on. That's called peer pressure. Ooh. And talk to uh, <laughs> Joe on this show. Um, I, both of you guys. So, Todd, are you at Todd Schlickburned or are you something else on Twitter? On Twitter, I'm at Toddly underscore enough. Oh, so like oddly enough, but with a T in front of it. Now, can oh, you wow. explain that one more time, please? <laughs> <laughs> oddly enough. Uh-huh. And you work for you work for people that are gamer, you work on hardcore, yeah. you have your own podcast, correct? Yeah, so uh, I'm a video producer. Uh, I primarily work for um, Austin Hargrave or Peanut Butter Gamer. I manage his entire gameplay channel but i also produce the show hardcore which is a permadeath um let's play series that where, where like players will all try to defeat a boss usually in minecraft or in other games especially like there's some new stuff on the horizon like hightail we're going to be looking into um it's very fun and i they're all funny people but i edit it very dramatic <laughs> like like a reality tv show so this it's there's some really great moments uh of people taking minecraft very seriously <laughs> um yeah and i also stream on twitch as toddly underscore enough I love the shit you do. Thanks for doing this for like the 900th time. Uh, and it's just it's like so from fun. not to get sappy from a distance. It's been so cool to see all the like incredible stuff you do, having been partially your boss for a stretch um, <laughs> and seeing your stuff and being like, oh, this dude's going to within like a, a couple of years be doing incredible stuff on some major YouTube channel. And I'm happy that if even for a moment I was a part of that. Uh, Dude, thank you. Of course. Like Likewise. I'm upset we haven't actually met yet. I well, No, hold on. We did. Yet. E3 once. Um. We did E3 2013. Did we? Yeah. Now how, like... now how bad do you feel that you don't remember me bad. at all? <laughs> no, we went to E3 together. We went to um, I don't. You might have went to Michael Pactor's party with me for the first time. We went with uh, Doug. This will all come back to you later. I promise. It's, it's definitely gonna come back to me. Were you buff yet? No, I was not buff <laughs> yet. I'm not buff now. I was not. I was much smaller. That is false. I was like, I was like thirty pounds less than what I am right now. I, I'm gonna send you a picture because I'm almost positive we even have a picture together. You just wait for this, Jake. Okay. Uh, again, what? thanks for doing this. Oh. Um, a similar like this is you like that transition. Um, <laughs> I'm super happy you can close this out after you also started it and actually gave like my first show a big boost because everyone loves Jake Valdino, which should be the name of your sitcom on Netflix. Um, I already I just met you know, him. See, he's great. He's a very personable human. And he also, when we first started, you had like 100,000 subscribers. Now you're like 4 million and life is crazy. And oh, thanks, I can't wait to do, see all the cool shit you do this year. 
no, I am so happy to see you doing amazing things. You know, it's time for me to dad you. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> what, you've, what you've built with this, it's like you set out to do it and it blossomed into this amazing thing that is interesting and actually useful too it's it's, for a lot of like even people just trying to get into the industry uh you've had people on who i could never even imagine getting the courage to even look at in a room uh and i'm just really happy for you that's it like it's just to see you you know doing a new gig is so cool it's uh yeah it has been an extremely weird three years it's been an awesome three years um this i I said this before this was this has been my favorite thing to do every single week um through all my moves through all my different jobs and i went into it thinking it would just be like a cool fun way to talk to friends and end up being something that has absolutely changed my life um and i don't take any credit for that i will say like the people who said yes to me and the people who listened really made this possible and it's it's super bittersweet um and i really do hope after this three months it makes sense for me to come back in some sort of role um but if not, no matter what, the 1099 goes on, and I hope it does just as many cool things for Joe as it did for me. Um, I owe way too many people way too much stuff. Like it's, I, I, <laughs> I put a lot of hard work in, but really a lot of it was just being in the right place at the right time and people being extremely nice to me. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening for all these years. Um, keep listening, or I'll be upset at you, and you'll get tweets from me. Um, <laughs> and please tune in for the next episode of the new era of the 1099.